Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This the Scummy Mummies podcast. Hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies podcast. It's me, Helen Thorne. And it's me, Ellie Gibson. And Ellie, we don't have one guest. How many do we have? We've got two guests. That's twice as many. (laughs) Unbelievable. Crazy scenes. Amazing scenes. Amazing. We've got Anna Williamson. Hello to you, Emma. Hi, ladies. How are you? Oh, I'm Treswell. I'm very much looking forward to getting down and dirty with you, lady, tonight. Yes. Well, we are all in the nude, so that's a good start. (laughs) Yes, we are. (laughs) We are looking good. Turn up the heating and get the oil out. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Clemmy. Hello. Is looking scared. Um, what an introduction um, I said Clemmy could yes. be any Clemmy we, we're quite fond of Clemmies in this yeah uh, we do like a Clemmy yes. yes this particular one of course is Telford one of my favourites in my top five Clemmies of all time <laughs> I would you. say um, oh, yes so Anna Williamson of course you're a TV presenter a mother and author of Breaking Mad the insider's guide to conquering anxiety I mean, that is a that needs to be recorded as a voiceover for my website or something that I'm try- basically I'm trying to get the X Factor job that's my dream I can see you'd modelled yourself on that and it really worked. Yes. Clemmy Telford! <laughs> you are a Facebook strategist, a blogger, a mother, and a daily mail blater. Yes, I am. Yes, because you were in the thing that we were in with the fish fingers and the, yep, you know, hated the... by the daily mail. Yeah. Hashtag solidarity. <laughs> so, Thorne, what are we talking about tonight? What's what's our theme? Well, my favourite topic, it's anxiety. <laughs> oh. Hashtag anxiety. Uh, <laughs> I mean, now, can we, first of all, just to clear something up, can we get the pronunciation right? Because I think it's anxiety. That's how you pronounce yeah, it, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but when we took my first son to nursery, like the first, you know, when you're setting them in, and um, Pete, <laughs> my husband, came home and he was like, oh, it's not going very well. He dropped him off. And I was like, oh, what, what, why? And he said, well, I think he's got a bit of that separation anxiety. <laughs> oh, wow. And I went, what? <laughs> he was like, anxiety? You know, he's got, he's got separation anxiety. And I was like, do, do, do you mean anxiety? And he was like, is that how you say it? And I was like, yes, if you're not a moron. <laughs> so that would really help with his anxiety. I've not heard that. No. I, I think I might, I might have to steal that. Anxiety. Anxiety. Oh, anxiety. You're welcome. <laughs> so, um, but before we get into all the anxiety, um, tell us about your family. Let's start with you, Anna. Um, so I have, uh, yeah, I have a husband, which is which is nice. Um, and uh, is it it's <laughs> not essential, but nice to have. <laughs> nice to have for now. Uh, yeah, no, we uh, we got married like a strimmer. <laughs> 
you could get away with a lawnmower. You don't you really could. need one. It's breaking down. I'm going to chop them in for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, so I got married a couple of years ago, which was all very nice. I did the ultimate cliche, and I married my personal trainer. Oh, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> you I, saucy I know. Bitch. <laughs> I, I know. I know. It was. Uh, it was slightly embarrassing uh, for both of us, really. Um, oh. But. Can I ask how? At what point did it transition from personal training to personal life tra- training? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I was training with him actually for a specific um, tele project. Do you remember the diving show Splash? Yes. yes. And if you remember, Splash. well, I was in that. Oh, and, amazing! And I threw myself off ten meter diving boards, uh, as you do. Um, and he was responsible for getting me to look vaguely unfat in a swimming costume because I. Did really didn't look very good uh, before, so he trained me, trained me, trained me. That was lovely. Then we then we split professionally. I went off and did the show, lovely, and the show finished. I'd come out of a long term relationship at that point, and then it wasn't until a little bit while later I was like, oh, kind of miss that guy, and, yeah. and so I sort of you know did that classic. <laughs> now we finished the training. Why don't we? Uh, you know, Stop. go out for a drink. But anyway, so <clears throat> long story short, we got together. No, 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 no. We want the details, the lycra, the sweating. Because he'd seen you in the night. He knew what he was getting, yeah. really. Yeah. So how long did you wait from first date to uh, go to work? Uh, how's your father? Um, actually, it was quite a while. It was more oh. him. I'm not going to lie. I I was a bit of a a bit of a you know. I was going for it. I was like, come on. I was like. Cool. Yeah. And they were like, he does this thing called assisted stretching. Right. So, and then his clients. So you'd be like. Screw anxiety. Like, this yeah, whole podcast is about this shit. It's just something like an Exactly. So we do this thing where you, you know, lie on a mat and you, you know, you kind of like get your leg up a bit and then it's like stretch it, you know, and then it's like and breathe in and then stretch yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing that. That's right. And then they put their penis in you and then they move it around for a while and there it goes. And I was like, God, this is amazing for 50 pounds an hour. <laughs> but I was like, God, this is bad. I really fancy him. Um, so uh, no, we basically figured out that we were both getting on a bit. We both wanted to get married and have kids at some point. We would probably do for each mm. other. Let's give it a go. So we got married. Um, you, as I say, you'd nearly seen each other naked already. So already. Why not? So Clemmie Telford, oh. um, how long <laughs> before you slept with your personal trainer? <laughs> Every time I see you, you end up asking me these questions. <laughs> she didn't sign up for I'm this. Twenty-nine weeks pregnant. Sex isn't high on my agenda. Um, but tell us about your family. Um, I have two boys and a husband, which is nice. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention that. I've got a son. Yeah, oh yes, that's yeah. right. You're a mum. That, that helps. I'm a mum as well. I've got a fourteen-month-old called Enzo. Yes. Move on, Clemmy. <laughs> um, I have two boys, and I have. I'm really pregnant. And the last time I was here, I think I was pregnant but didn't know. So I think oh. you were the last time I got pissed. Oh my Yay. god, on this sofa. A lot of people have got pregnant on this sofa. <laughs> Shall we get into it then? Shall, Shall we... we get into the anxiety? <laughs> yes, we should. We'll make a splash. We're going to dive in. Oh. Anna, Anna, yes. see what I've done. One nil there, Helen. Daryl, Anna. Yeah. <laughs> okay, one all. We, we've got you both on because you both have spoken so brilliantly honestly and frankly just a lot about anxiety <laughs> it, you know what? it has been a lot actually so there's been a lot so, of chat yeah. my publicist actually last week she went 
do you think we've rung this to death now? <laughs> and I was like, you might have a point. I think we've, I think the message is out there now. I mean, obviously, yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge promoter of, of mental, you know, health awareness, and it's something that I've been doing for God about ten years. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for, yeah well, that's when I first sort of had my, you know, my blips, and that's why I wrote a book about it, and that's why I kind of, I wouldn't. My God, when you're at school. What are you going to be when you grow up? Mm. Uh, I don't know about you girls, you know, wait, you know, what you, with what you're doing, but God, whenever would you ever go, yes, I'm going to become a mental health campaigner. And, I'm and gonna, go on splash. And, and go on splash. <laughs> That's my dream. Oh, and shag my personal trainer and have an Italian child. Um, you know, if you just can't Honestly, write it. two of those are on my like bucket list. <laughs> at least two. At least two. At least. It, I mean, I do look fun, I think. God, wow! It's been an interesting sort of ten years. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I had uh, I didn't I didn't know what mental health even was when I was twenty five, and I was presenting kids shows, and I had the most horrendous experience with a with a boyfriend at the time, and um, I was just had loads of little loads of things. I think we can all identify with loads of things kept piling up on top of me. Um, I was a big people pleaser. I was always saying yes to things, you know, terrified about letting people down. You know, all this stuff was happening. Um, worked with some pretty sort of oppressive people. Um, and it's something had to give. And I basically, what I, what I then found out later on were, were panic attacks. But I was having the most horrendous of panic attacks oh. all the time. Mm. And I didn't tell anyone because I thought, I didn't know what the hell they were. I just thought it was me losing my mind. At 25. Yeah. Mm. And they were so bad. And I was having them, well, at the height of them, I was having maybe... 15, 20 a day. Oh. Um, so, so, so I wasn't sleeping and it, oh. just, and it just gets worse, doesn't it? So what, what did that fit for anyone who's not had one? What, what is your... I mean, is it different for each person? A panic, a panic attack, I'm assuming. How was it for you? Yeah, a lot of people... I mean, you know, Clemmy, you know a lot about anxiety, <laughs> obviously, as well. You know, a panic... I'd just be interested to know how it feels for you. But everyone can have different symptoms. But a lot of people do say have the same symptoms. So um, uh, for, for me, it's uh, shortness of breath. It's like living through a through a sort of bit of a fog. You sort of where I describe it, you know that sort of feeling when you're sort of in a swimming pool or yeah. underwater and everything distorted. goes a bit foggy and a bit distorted, visually as well as audibly. That sort of happens. I want to get the hell out of wherever I am. That's the fight or flight. I just I cannot physically be where I am. Normally sweat. I normally need to crap myself. Um, you know, that's always. A, always. Isn't it just the worst? Yeah, but then that spirals, doesn't it? Then it spirals. Like, this would be the worst time. This would be the worst thing to do. Yeah, exactly. Then that gets even worse. Um, so lots of it. And then a lot of people, so many people actually are um, admitted to A&E thinking they're having a heart attack. Yeah. Because that's, so that's sort of... I think that's the best way of trying to describe it to someone that's never had one before. It it's, can feel it's a bit very like much that. like when you've had too many coffees, basically. Completely. But unprompted. Then I was reading your amazing blog and you're absolutely right. If you're if you're prone to anxiety, just stop at one coffee. I, I have to have one coffee in the morning and no more for the day. Because you say one more than one, mm. the heart starts to go because your heart, heart palpitations start and it you just lose your shit, don't you? Yeah. Mm. So it's, it's horrible. So is that is that the same experience? Very similar. Yeah, I don't think I for a really bad phase, I had a lot of panic attacks, but I think that panic attacks and anxiety are still two different things. Mm, anxiety is just that low-level kind of feeling a bit wired and and anxious, for want of a better word, really. Because it doesn't always have to spiral into panic attacks. <clears throat> no, you're absolutely right. Um, I mean, ang- I mean, anxiety. I mean, we don't want to get. All- 
Johnny, you're boring on this show. No, no man, do some science. Do some science. We like a fact. We like a fact. We love a fact, but we all have anxiety, right? We need anxiety. It's good because it protect. It is our inbuilt protective mechanism. We've all got it from caveman days. That's why everyone bangs on about the fight or flight. If you haven't heard that, it's because you either want to fight the threat or flight, flee it, get away. That's why you sort of have that massive rush of adrenaline and you just don't know what to do with it. Um, but we don't actually really need it anymore as, as we've evolved. We don't really need to be fighting tigers and all that kind of stuff. Um, but we need anxiety. If we didn't have it, we wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't, you know, if my son was going to you know wandering around a car park and i wasn't anxious about getting run over that'd be a bit bad wouldn't it mm. um but it's when anxiety when a lot of people do ask about this but when when does it become a thing and a lot of people quite rightly are challenging or oh, we're just hiding under this big umbrella of oh i feel a bit anxious but it's when normal everyday anxiety becomes um just unnecessary and you're anxious about things you should be anxious about. I think it's when you become about. anxious about being that anxious. Be anxious. Yeah, and that, suddenly a tipping point when you're that's predicting it. your own Exactly. Stress. And that and that often that, that's often generalized anxiety disorder is kind of what sometimes that can spiral into. It's anxious for being anxious, it's the fear of the fear. And at my height I was anxious about choosing what to eat for dinner. I mean it was mm. that bad it would mm. cause such absolute sweaty palm inducing anxiety and that isn't normal so i would mm. say to people that if you're if you're just general everyday activities or you know even you know with your kids and stuff if your anxiety about it's normal to be anxious but if it is getting out of hand and you mm. are anxious for no reason that is where you need to take a little look at what is going on so for you Clemmy, when you look back was there a moment now that you recognize as that was the tipping point that was there was definitely a point when i thought this doesn't feel like me because yeah. I've written it in blog posts, but I've done loads of scary shit. You know, I'm, I've I've skied, I've got up on big stages, I've you know, and yeah. and then you suddenly find yourself being concerned about getting on the tube, and you're like, this doesn't this doesn't feel right. And I just exactly like we're talking about it, it. I was predicting it, and like to get on the tube, I needed water and chewing gum, and this, 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 and this, and it becomes and to more, sit in a certain seat yeah. and to sit, yeah. And you're like, yeah. how is this this that elaborate? And and then when you lose sight of yourself, and then that's when you know. And and then I went to doctors, and that changed everything. Oh, okay. What? How? How? Because first of all, you walk in and you feel like it's the most difficult admission to ever make but what I've learned is that they would have seen however many mental health patients that day and they were just like okay they dealt with it as if I was going in with an ear infection mm-hmm. and helped me and, and and got me um some treatment and and that was that really as soon as you say oh I've got a problem and it's not treated as being anything that weird which is what we're talking about mm-hmm. normalizing it then you're like oh okay yeah I'm it's not probably at- not even the weirdest problem that day the day before <laughs> no, came no. in and went um I think I'm Jimi Hendrix <laughs> uh like you know what I mean you're so right because I want to go and see it I went to see a doctor um as well and again it was an absolute game changer and I went in absolutely strung out and didn't yeah. know what the hell to do yeah they're gonna go on yeah that's it gonna section you you know what is going on and I was so stressed at this point and as you say <clears throat> I was nothing and he was so calm and I obviously <laughs> told him how I felt, which good uh, to feel, you know, and I come we come from a family that naturally don't really talk about their feelings. And it felt really cathartic. And he was just quite in a good way, he was like, Oh yes. Oh what you've got is this. Yeah. Seen this about and I was like, What? And I remember thinking and actually saying, What, you mean other people feel like this? And he was like, Yeah, about eighteen million, you know, and I really? 
And he went, oh, yes, you've got generalised anxiety disorder and panic disorder. It's completely normal. Tell me about your life. Oh, you've got, you know, yeah, exactly. crap boyfriend. That's exactly That's what it. they did to me. You've got much? anything that's worrying really. you. Yeah. Uh, no yes, this, 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 this and this. Uh, oh, yeah, that's a bit crap, actually. Oh, I've, yeah, that works slightly worrying me. This is happening. No, my diet's rubbish. Uh, no, I haven't slept properly. I'm saying yes to four parties in a night. Right. Can't understand yeah. why. Can't, yeah. Can't understand what, why. What did you have for lunch? Yeah, yeah. Coffee sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> What's your point? Yeah. yeah, and a bottle of wine. <laughs> you know. What do they actually do? What's the? They, they score you, and it's, it's when it becomes totally irrational. Because I think, as you say, if your kids are in a threatening situation, or you have got a big presentation, that's all perfectly normal to feel. Yeah, we all have disturbed sleep the night before a big yeah. presentation. That's normal. But it's when, yeah, the getting on the tube, which. Like at my height, I was just like thought being stuck in a tunnel on the tube was the worst thing in the world. But actually, it wouldn't be very pleasant. But you look look around; nobody really wants to be stuck under underground. But I was seeing it as moles, like... wombles. <laughs> Apart from that, <laughs> yes. you're right. And yeah. so, what were the steps? Like you so say, you had your initial. You both had your initial uh, meeting with mm. the doctors. Everyone is unique, and it's really important to remember that. That I and I'm actually a therapist anyway myself now, and it's it's important that everyone isn't treated the same um, because everyone has such a, you know, unique complex layer of, of what is caused, you know, whatever causes yours is clever will be completely different to mine, but yet we will empathise with each other. It's important to know as well that actually most GP surgeries have have a GP, hopefully, that is, is slightly more mental health trained than others perhaps in the practice. So it's useful to, when you do go to the GP, ask for one that does actually recognise mm. that and is a bit more trained because it's not actually mad well it is now apparently going to be mandatory training for all GPs but it hasn't been <clears throat> but for me but I hadn't slept for three days I was at this point 25 years old I'm not even joking so I talk about it in Breaking Mad the book I was in bed with my mum because I was like I can't come anymore and at the time I was hosting a number one kid show um, and it was I remember just thinking oh my god what is wrong with me like this is just insane you know that's all I kept feeling but I you know had went into work couldn't cope anymore and for me it was the big um, it, it's the small things it was one person who wasn't rushing around stopped looked at me who I work with and went are you alright and right time right place you know what it's like you get one person that does a you know little hand on the shoulder <laughs> And it, I just couldn't keep it in any longer. Mm. And I was like, no, burst into tears. I was backdoored in an Addy Lee out of the studios. Quick, get rid of her, get rid of her. Yeah. Come, come back when she's, you know... Priory, better. Priory! <laughs> it really was. Speed oh. dial. I don't know what's wrong so with me. You signed off work? Signed off work, yeah, indefinitely. And it was only because my mum's worked in um, medical uh, medical industry, you know, NHS and private healthcare for 40 years. And she it just happened to be friends with... Um, a fellow PA, fellow medical secretary, who uh, looked, who worked for a consultant psychiatrist who specialised in anxiety disorders. So not really knowing what the hell to do, it was like, I can I see him? Yeah, he's 130 quid an hour. <laughs> don't care. Let's pay it. Yeah. Uh, got in. You know, the dude changed changed everything. You know, and, and a mixture of therapy and medication for me worked. So it was a mixture of CBT. Mm-hmm. Um, cognitive behavioural therapy, NLP, neuro linguistic programming, which is what I'm now a, a therapist in. Um, hypnosis was really good. EFT is another one. Emotional freedom technique. But they have all these different therapies that sometimes you just get have to... an acronym. That's what we're saying. <laughs> get get acronym. Acronym. <laughs> different ones for different types. Different so ones I went types, straight yeah. into CBT, which is coping strategies. Yes. So that is just to stop you doing that spiralling thing that we all do and learning to bring it back. So that helped me cope in the short term. Then talking about it a lot. So as soon as you go to people, oh, yeah, I've been feeling anxious. I mean, literally Everyone. everybody. And, and then that becomes a dialogue. And then 
a few years later, I then saw a psychotherapist and got kind of under the underneath some of the problems. But there's different. You do need some things to get you out of that yeah. place immediately. Yeah, you need quick fix coping. Because you don't want to be talking about your childhood when you no. can't yes. get out of the house. For me, it was a bit like the same, and I had to have short term medication just to get me to sleep because I was yeah. That's it, you know. A couple so, of good nights oh sleep. God, it was a game changer. So he was like, right, you're knackered and strung out. Here's some lovely benzodiazepine, you know, medication. Brilliant. Gave me it gave me sleep basically, and just stop the thoughts. I mean, stop the thought. It yeah. blocks everything. Mm. Um, uh, and I wasn't fuzzy on it. I didn't feel you know groggy. No, um, just got some sleep back, and you know they were only short term, which I think is right because they are addictive because they do give you a good night's sleep. But then he put me on a low dosage of um, antidepressants as well, which also work as an anti anxiety drug. Mm. Um, Escitalopram is, is the drug. So yeah, we, we sort of once I was feeling well enough and had some sleep, we then kind of got underneath the, the core issues. Which weren't actually that major, but just, you know, learned behaviour I'd picked up from being a child. But it's funny because my crisis point was a really similar age and I wonder whether that is a classic point when, like, you go, you know, I went to uni, you know where you are, and then you get spat out into adulthood and you're just like, what? And then, yeah, and then it's hard. So was it before you had kids? Kids, Yeah, well, yeah, it was was around the time that I got married. Sorry, Ben. And, <laughs> I mean, I remember having anxiety for... I definitely remember panic attacks in my teens, but didn't know what they were. Mm-hmm. But it was... Um, yeah, when, a few years into my first job, just just before, just before, after we got married, bought a house, just suddenly, like, life's responsibilities had suddenly piled up. One minute you're having fun at uni, and the next you're, like, a grown-up. Mm. And it's quite hard to make that transition, I think. Because you wrote about it on your blog, uh, Mother of All Lists, and this great piece which went viral, I think, because it was, it was one of the most moving things for me was you put this picture of you with, like, a group of people oh, going, yeah. and you look really jolly and trendy and cool, and you're like, <laughs> in this photo, I just felt dreadful. Oh, oh, I know exactly what picture it is. And there's several, actually, from all through my life. And that the thing that I have learned about all mental health, but particularly anxiety, it, it's the people least likely to. So, so if true. you were to pick, particularly with women, look at them and think, those... Look at those girls, they've got their shit together. Probably they haven't. Yeah. And so it's therefore you're, you're not putting yourself in a category of what you think a mental health person looks like because it's often the people who are, mm. yeah, on the surface looking like things are going great. Because, mm. I mean, there's a lot of chat about, you know, Instagram, which obviously we, we love a bit of Instagram. We love Instagram. You know, yes. Instagram. We love a bit of Insta. Um, yeah. and, 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 you know, we get asked quite a lot if, if it that there's a danger that Instagram is feeding Virtual. women's anxiety. And do you think that's true? Well, it could be. I don't know, because we sit in a similar place where we like a bit of honesty. Mm. And, and there is definitely this front to go on on Instagram. But for me... Every time I've spoken about mental health on Instagram, it's been unbelievable. And yeah. people have come up. Like today, I said I woke up feeling a bit yeah. funny. And just like the, the outpouring from people and, again, normalising it. I love seeing real honest women but I love seeing women doing shit well yeah. and yeah. I think we need to stop and you can you be know. doing both like you I can be doing both be, be, be yeah. nailed it at work for a week and exactly. at home and then come Friday night be spat out on the floor exactly and, and it, social media can only only fuels anxiety but depending on people are looking for yeah. and yeah. I think it and I think that has to that has to be to taken be responsible owners, yeah responsible for the person that is searching on, on Instagram and if they're only well, searching we all do it though you know when you're in the do. lowest ebb is when you go deepest into social media of course you do exactly and then when you're happy you're so I'm not bothered by that but it's yeah we've got to take hashtag white company oh god my house will never look like that <laughs> hold up 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Um... <laughs> But do you do you think motherhood changed your anxiety? When I when I had Enzo, I um I I've I've got a really I had a really good grip on it, really good grip on it. Um uh, and then I got pregnant and I really wanted the baby. I've wanted a baby for twenty years. Uh, oh, this is lovely. Um, yeah, I I now know I was starting to feel the old black dog of the anxiety and depression during the pregnancy phase, actually. And I, but I didn't really know if that was just the hormones or what. And I'd had to come off any medication as well because the doctor told me to because it wasn't very good for the baby. Um, so, and then when I had him, I mean, it didn't help that I went two weeks overdue, at which point I was just sky high with anxiety about, the, the, for me, everything. it was the, everything, the control. But your hormones had peaked. Oh my God, so peaked. And <laughs> I, and I, and I, I just, and I, and I wish as well, we, we wanted a surprise and we didn't know he was going to be a boy until he, until he came out. But I do wish with hindsight that we had picked, chosen to find out because I think I would have bonded better with him because I didn't know what he, what he was going to be. So I didn't really have this sort of vision of him because he could have been anything and could have had any name. Well, he probably wouldn't be a dog, but yeah, I get what you're saying. (laughs) One or the other. Can't be one or the other. But when I had him, the birth was so horrendous um, and I actually wasn't even awake for the birth in the end because it all went so bloody wrong. Um, Through no fault other than just... The, the, on, on the day welcome to childbirth exactly <laughs> on the day he wasn't bloody coming out pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, but you've had it you've had two and he no. came out and he wasn't even Italian <laughs> he was Irish we didn't know what to do he had a shamrock he was wearing a tanner shanter ah, disaster disaster was, yeah that was the main point of my anxiety oh my god the first thing of having him was is that it and I was numb inside. There was no but feeling. But that's a Hollywood ideal. That isn't is it? Like, you isn't know, it? Yeah. That, isn't it? You feel this rush of love. Now you think, thank fuck I'm not in labour anymore. You mm. just, thank God. And, and I, and the, get me some toast. Yeah, get me some toast. <laughs> get me that painful toast. Best meal you ever eat. But then, it, and then it, that sort of, that dead feeling didn't sort of leave. And then that was sort of, that, then what happened was more, then the anxiety just walloped me on day three. And it yeah. all came flooding back like it was ten years ago. And I was terrified, terrified of him, terrified my life was over, terrified, just 
terrified in general. Um, But that was a mixture. I was severely anemic. And and that's the other thing. Severe Mm. anemia actually can feel like anxiety because you get the heart palpitations and it has very similar um, symptoms. Um, but it, so and it, you're it, exhausted. You're you're knackered. You it's really slept. hard when they come round the, the um, health visitors and say, oh, "So how are you feeling?" And it's terrible. Like, well, you're feeling shit, aren't you? Like even because I, I don't, oh, I don't know if I had postnatal depression. I don't think I did. Because but you're just you're exhausted just, and your yeah. life has been flipped upside down. Flipped upside down. And I you, you don't know what you, to think. You you don't you don't know what to think, do you? And I and I don't think I have. I don't think anything can prepare you for that feeling. I mean, you know, you girls are a, a few kiddies in from me, but and I'm hoping if I had another, yeah, I hope for another one. I, I think I've vaguely got an idea of what to do now. Mm. Yes. But, um, uh, don't say, "Can I have some more morphine?" <laughs> say, "I'm still in quite a lot of pain." Yeah. That's my top tip. But yeah, it was it was horrendous, and I but I but again, I knew the signs straight away. I knew that um, a weekend I was um, rejecting my son. Um, as in I just well, I, wasn't, I wasn't rejecting him I just there was just no real bond it hadn't really kicked in and I'll be completely open and honest with you girls and it's something I haven't really told anybody but it was that this is why I knew it was bad which is why I had to call back my lovely doctor um, because I actually sat there for a fleeting moment and wondered what the adoption process was mm-hmm. and if someone was better qualified than me to look after him and, and, and even thank god through that fog i realized this isn't right yeah. this yeah. is not right this is not right this is an alarm, this is an alarm yeah. bell yeah mm. so i rang up my doctor and we had a, a great chat um we had a phone consultation just because i couldn't physically get into a hospital um and we had a really good chat and i said to him i need to go back on my medication i know i need to be back on it mm. i am i am I'm so far that way that would mean I'm going to have to stop breastfeeding I was okay with that because I felt that I, it was just better in the long run exactly happy you know if, if I was going to start rejecting my son I needed that was better than what, where his milk source was so I did that got a medication had some therapy boom the light was at the end of the tunnel and it really did start to get better mm. I know other mum friends that have waited six months but it, I do go back to the point it's hard to know whether it's it mental health or whether it's your perceived general. your perceived idea of what that that time is like because it's not idyllic like mm. you think you're going to get a baby and love it and it's like, like I definitely fell in love with Bertie over a, a series of months it's very hard to love a thing well, yeah. especially if you've been through a traumatic labour yeah and, it, and it, I mean there is a, again I mean, me and my science I do love a bit of science but there's a reason for that you know your oxytocin you know if you've had a traumatic birth you know not, the love hormone yeah. isn't present or it's, or it's crashed low um, some people have you know higher levels than others and, and I think mine was probably uh, you know rock bottom I think women need to be more honest and it's not to scaremonger anybody that's having kids no, but, just to, but just to say it's all right yeah it's okay because your vag hurts well, yeah, and also well you're, suddenly you're, and you're having the most awful conversations with your husband in the middle of the night like yeah. suddenly three in the morning you hate each other you, oh my god the anger I <laughs> hated him you just look at him and think, I don't, I've just made a human with you and I hate and you and I hate you <laughs> and I hate you and I can't and he looks more like you than he does me yeah. and that really and pissed me off stuck together no. <laughs> I know. I don't know why that really. Yeah. Everyone goes, oh, he's so like his dad, and I think Pop was like, "Have I bloody gave birth yes, to him?" That's very annoying. I've got a penis too. No way. I always, I always say to new mothers that. I have a blanket rule about the things you say before 6am and just just, I just I could not be more angry with a human being than I was but just looking at and it like he brought the wrong whites or brought the wrong muslin square it's like why are you fucking with me or being asleep when you're awake it's it's the fuel and how he just easily dropped off to sleep I was just like 
I want to. But yeah, yeah, they have to change the nappy. That's it. Oh, oh. I know, I know. And we, we, there were times where yeah. the the nudge was a lot more than a nudge. Oh, yeah. like, oh, <laughs> just like, like, <laughs> like the knee, the knee was connected. The baby. Yeah. Oh. I was saying to a friend of mine who's, who's pregnant with her first, and she actually, bless her, she, she, you know, she keeps herself to herself. She, you know, she's quite introvert in that mm. way. And she admitted the other week that her and her husband are having the most horrendous rows. And she said, I, he, I, I'm so angry with him. And I was like, that's totally normal. Really I was like, is. the amount of times we screamed at each other during the later parts of pregnancy and early weeks of having him, yeah. that I hate you, I want to divorce. <sighs> we even got down to a particularly interesting row where we were genuinely fighting each other's, like our own case, in a divorce court who would get custody of the baby. Um, yeah. They are screaming at each other, I would get the baby because he came out of me. He was going, but you're a nutter, so you would get him, I'd get him. You know, but you can laugh like, now. But you can laugh. I mean, as a judge, I find that very hard to make that decision <laughs> yeah. myself. I mean, it really is six of one, isn't it? Well, <laughs> get Rinder involved in that one. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, it's Judge Judy. Yeah. But no, I think, yeah, because we were talking about this whole impact of motherhood, it does send you into a spin. And also, I feel it's more public than any other time in your life that first baby because I yeah with the social media thing but you, that, you're announcing the birth you're announcing mm. I am a new and mother and everyone's suddenly yeah. got an opinion grandparents yes. everybody's chipping in on Man, your life the fucking Sainsbury's line and next I can year. tell you if you do have more kids it is so liberating just not to A not to give a shit to know what's coming sort of going back to you know sort of in terms of practical stuff so maybe if someone's feeling like anxious but they don't know if they need medication or they haven't got 130 quid to see a psychotherapist or like what are some is, are there some practical stuff we can do quit the coffee yeah yeah Every, like, totally as a, and, as the na- and the booze and the booze but as a nation like going and buying a coffee which has probably got a double shot of espresso as standard which I only realised when it, it's like that is a lot of caffeine and it it sends you it sends you bonkers booze exercise or get outside get outside whether you're running or just walking somewhere mm-hmm. like this morning I, w- I woke up knackered and, and had a coffee early and I knew I was as I was putting it to my lips this is gonna kick yeah. me but it yeah but you can't help it because you often reach for it same as booze yeah. when is, tea, is tea as bad is no, tea no, it's not it doesn't give you a hit in the it's like, it's like a tenth of the caffeine yeah. or something so you can, yeah you can literally have and you can just tell tea. from the kind of the way it makes you feel we, it's important to, to, to just cope with it and I, I don't people go oh how do you get cured I think Never cure been. just no exactly cure just brings pressure what does pressure bring it brings anxiety um, in the sh- in the one thing you could do right now so if you were telling me you were feeling anxious right now um, I always say to people it sounds like cliche but breathing is key when we're anxious we breathe very shallowly we breathe just literally from our throat upwards we're not taking enough oxygen so just taking that deep breath fully down to your stomach and I, I talk of a 7-11 breathing technique which um, is breathing in your nose for 7 seconds out through your mouth for 11 and it just regulates mm. everything your heart rate and it just pulls everything down and it helps you just be a little clearer you've mm. mentioned it Clemmie on a thing turn that bloody phone off because it's such off. a good we'll one isn't it, it? Away. yeah yeah it's I, I do that keeping yourself wired as well yeah it really is and also in the short term what can you what can you change immediately so if you're looking at your week and you've got too many things in the diary and that is actually what's spinning it get rid of the one you know it's it's as simple as that isn't it because yeah. so, you can sometimes I can think I go through my week and go for the bit that is making my tummy turn and just, mm. if that's mm. the root of the anxiety you're so right get it out cancel it just get it mm. out mm. don't do that podcast with those no. fucking idiots no. in the cat suit <laughs> <laughs> a waste of time oh god that's the best thing I've ever seen <laughs> 
just love it. Good. All right. So, just so basically, no coffee, no booze, cancel shit. Yeah. yeah. Love it. But just it's great. There's great stuff, isn't it? And, yeah. And talk to your mates. So like, I know it sounds, it does sound... Post good, about it on Instagram. Yeah, post about it on Instagram. Get it out, whether it's... Or just have a bloody good moan to someone about mm. it, because it... it does feel better yeah. when you say what well, when you talk it out you're like oh, oh that's it that's the bit that was bothering me it's such an easy solution it really is mm. Mm. Oh, I know. Do right? you feel zen now? I've I'm, I've been breathing Seven Eleven for the last three minutes, so oh. I'm absolutely grand. It's I'm really feeling, good, Ellie. It's great, mate. It. It's Do great. You go on stage. Oh no! See, the thing is, like, before Ellie and I go on stage, we just fart a lot. Yeah, and and like really want to do massive poo. poo. But that's but anxious poo. No, but yeah. no, but there's a brilliant um, TED talk about it. I can't think who by about how in that point your adrenaline going is is mm. about to give you wings to be a brilliant. So mm. you, like, yes. So yeah. sometimes, like, I always call them school disco nerves, but before a night out, you can think that anxiety is bad, but actually it's excitement. And the same, yes. that adrenaline you get before you get on stage... That's the good stuff, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, and it's to be embraced, and it makes you makes you bring your best... Uh, one of the best things anyone ever said to me is, I was, when I was, like, a new comedian, just quite nervous, and I was just and I said to this... I think it was Sam Carrington, I said, I said oh, I was, I was quite nervous, I just feel, ah, oh. And he just went, no, that's good, that's the cavalry. And I was like, what? And he's like, look, I think of it as the cavalry coming over the hill. This is your body releasing the right chemicals that you need... That and actually now, still, sometimes, visualise just this little army of people on horses and you just say to yourself, ah, oh, that's the cavalry, here we go. <laughs> yes. If you lost that, then you'd, lost, you'd lose the kick. Totally. You know? you yeah. Then yes. you stop giving a shit. So that's the thing, you yeah. don't want to get to this place where you no. you don't have all those feelings because yeah. excitement is a good thing. Well, um, look, why don't, why don't we, you know, we've talked a lot about anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about <laughs> happiness. I think it's a really good... I've got a section that I've created called... Why are you so fucking happy? <laughs> Let's start with you, Helen Fawn. Uh, today, uh, Australia Yay. voted for marriage equality. So, Yay! Yay! Well done, Australia. Oh, well done, cousins. I know. So my sister and her partner of many, many, many years can get married. Oh, and that's making me that's very, very happy. Yeah. Anna, why are you so fucking happy? Well, I am fucking happy this week uh, for two reasons. Uh, firstly, because my son broke through the 5am wake up and he pulled a 7.30am yesterday. Come on! On you, Enzo. Um, yeah, come on, Enzo. Um, uh, and sorry about the blatant plug, but last night, oh, after months of headaches, I finished my second book, Breaking Mum and Dad, and I oh. cannot wait now for that to be released in March. Oh, congratulations! Yay, she wrote another book! Wrote a book. Amazing scenes. Oh, I'm really racking my brains for smacking. Come on, Telford. You get another week pregnant. Oh, yeah, I have another week pregnant, and I had my first Christmas. You had your what? Come on, Telford. What? You had your first. She's lost it. She's gone. She's so good. Her water's broken. Can I say it for you? She had her first Christmas sandwich. Deck the halls with ham and turkey. <laughs> I love stuffing in a, in a sandwich and oh, cranberry sauce. I'm so pleased for you. So I happy. thought you were going to say, yeah, I'm so fucking happy because I'm having my new baby. But no, I have my first Christmas sandwich. Oh my God, that's so um, good. Was it a boy or a girl? What we kind of Christmas sandwich? Come on, yeah. I didn't go for the deluxe one, my husband said. <laughs> no, it's not. It's only November. Don't go crazy. Um, it wasn't a triple. And my just... husband went. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Where, where was it from? Where did you buy it? From Eat. Oh, Eat. Oh, that is a good one. And, and, a, and a mince pie bar. What? <laughs> a mince pie bar? Have you not had one? No. Oh, yeah. Like, like, is it like a, a ginster's buffet bar? Mm. It's a bit like a flapjack size, but it's a mince pie. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that made you so happy. That's so happy. <laughs> I... a thing of joy. That's a thing. I am so fucking happy um, because of the Phoenix comic. Yes, okay. Ellie. Now, full disclosure, okay, they're not paying us to say this, but they have given us uh, free subscriptions to their comic. Yes. Uh, so our kids could try it out. Ooh. And fuck me, I never knew my child liked reading this much. <laughs> Turns out all you do is put pictures and they like reading. It's amazing. Have it's you brilliant. got pictures in your how book, old Ella? Is your... Actually, yeah. Uh, yeah, so the Phoenix, you know how you go to the supermarket, Ellie? And oh. yes. he goes, I want a comic. And oh. now we can go... It's coming on Friday. Oh. Yeah. Shut your fucking faces. Yeah, and it does, I, I love that it doesn't come with, with the little, crap. the little, as I like to call them, the choking hazards, oh, <laughs> like yeah. just the tiny bits of crap. And it's not four ninety nine, and it's it's just great. So what I really like about it, um, this has got different authors, illustrators, mm. and it's not all packed with advertising or any of that sort of shit. Um, and the kids will read it again and again and again. And what I like about it, I found it in the loo, really. Oh. So the kids have loved it that much. They've taken it to the loo with them. I think that's... Or that's maybe a... Will has. Who knows? <laughs> that's weird. He, he looks like... He looks at a phone like the rest of us do. <laughs> <laughs> the Phoenix comic are being very kind and giving you, the listener, a discount code. So you can get a discount. You can get a 15% discount off of the Phoenix. Uh, if you want to buy it for a Christmas gift, you go to thephoenixcomic.co.uk and you get 50% off if you enter the code SCUMMY15. That's S-C-U-M-M-Y-1-5. Good job. Uh, but you have to do it by December the 24th because that's then, for Christmas obviously yes. Santa sends out all the issues of the he does all the admin for yes. the subscriptions and he just gets knackered by yeah. so after that he's, yeah, he can't be doing with it if you've got kids they will love this it's a great thing and, and we heard about the Phoenix through word of mouth like other parents who yeah, said yeah. this is a great comic yeah. so we're not just saying that we are just saying it but we're not just saying it yes. we, we actually mean it yes yeah. okay, okay done buy one you're yeah, welcome done. to Phoenix now should we do Scummy Mummy Confessions Ellie let's do it who would like to go first is anyone burning up I've got one go, go on, Telford. I had a low moment just before we left where I had to ask Woody my youngest whether what, what was on the sofa next to him was poo or peanut butter <laughs> It's great, but it, we went for we almost bought a snazzy loaf sofa and we went for an IKEA one and time and time again it proved that it was the right decision. Yeah, decision. Right decision. We are the tossers that bought a dove grey John Lewis little lumber two weeks before we had a baby. Oh Spot the newborn dickheads, I know. Oh we dear. Are, it is now brown. Oh <laughs> um, Anna, do you have a scammy mummy's confession? Uh, yes I do actually for this week I had to I'm um, juggling a little bit of work but I, I couldn't get into town for a meeting so love a conference call mm. uh, but had a little conference call ooh just had the morning coffee uh, so there were 15 people on this conference call it's a biggie so I um, went and had my morning dump on uh, conference call mid conference call <laughs> but forgot to mute oh yeah so it wasn't until a friend of mine who was on the conference call text me said you might want to unmute yourself uh, oh, so, uh yeah. was it a farty one it was a farty oh, one it no, was a it dude. was a you know the, the toilet bowl reverberation one. Oh, dude so i i did a poo uh, oh. during a conference call yes uh, amazing 
<laughs> I thank I, you. That is extraordinary. That, that is. Does, does that make you feel embarrassed or just not you, really? She's proud of it. Her face. She's proud of it. Quite rightly. Quite I'm rightly. Quite, I'm quite proud. Um, well, we're all humans. We're all done it. But do you often find, like, if you do a poo too quick, you're a bit disappointed? Like, Very, it's all yeah. over too fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't you find that? You're like, no, I need another couple especially of minutes with this guy. Yeah, especially since giving birth. <laughs> um, yeah. can I, I might do a toilet-related one. <laughs> yes, um, so, so the other day, um, I was doing a poo, and then an important email came through that I had to action. So I was doing, I thought, well, no one else is at home. I'll just I'll just get some work done. And then um, when I went to get up, my leg had fallen asleep. <laughs> Down. <laughs> thought this is a new low. I mean, I've had Instagram thumb, and now I've got like inst- bad toilet leg. <laughs> oh, no. Well, there we go. I think I, I think that's about it, Thorn. I think I think we've we've solved anxiety, which is yes, great. We fixed that. So yeah, anxiety. You're welcome. Yes. Next week we'll be doing sexism and global warming. So <laughs> we'll fix those in your face, Brian Cox. Yes, <laughs> you wish you were. Um, uh, Anna, where can people buy your book? Breaking Mad, The Insider's Guide to Conquering Anxiety, um, Amazon, uh, Bloomsbury, um, and it is in most bookshops. And then the, the next book is, is coming out and is available to pre-order, which is Breaking Mum and Dad, The Insider's Guide to Parenting Anxiety. So just they're all about anxiety. They're very honest and open, very anecdotal, and they're an easy read with lots of pictures. Thank God. Pictures yeah. are good. Yeah. Yes. And where can people follow you? Um, so Instagram is at Life Coaching by Anna. Insta- uh, Twitter it's a Williamson TV, but it's at Life Life Coaching by Anna, which is my Instagram. And then it's obviously Facebook, Anna Williamson official, and all the all the usual guff. Clemmy Telford, what are you hawking? <laughs> I'm not Christmas sandwiches. I'm <laughs> going to get free Christmas sandwiches. I'll rephrase it. I'll rephrase it. Uh, Clemmy Telford, where can people follow your business? <laughs> Um, I'm at Clemmy underscore Telford on Instagram and my blog is motherofalllists.com dot co dot uk dot biz dot org dunno. Mother of all lists and Google will get you there. Yeah. Sweet. That's what I did and it got me there. Yeah. Our book, Scummy Mummies, still in print, makes an ideal Christmas gift, much like the Phoenix comic, does it not, Head and Thorn? It is, and currently on the Amazon, it was £5.97. I mean, really, really cheap. And come and see us at our live shows. We're touring the country uh, both this year, in 2017, and the next, 2018. I know that you clarified what the numbers of the years were, (laughs) in case people weren't sure. Yes. That's good, that's handy. Yes. Handy info. You can follow us at Scummy Mummies on the Instagram and the Twitter and all the things. Yes. And that's it, isn't it? Please rate, review and subscribe to our podcast. That yes. would be awesome. Yes. That if you if you give us one Christmas gift, rate and review and subscribe and, and then mm. that gold frankincense and myrrh. Anna and Clemmy, thank you so much for coming on and thank talking you. about your anxiety. <laughs> thank you, guys. Never have I spoken about anxiety in quite this way and I've loved it. Oh, it's been excellent. <laughs> Until next time. Bye. Bye. Soup, and I didn't eat it anyway. Yeah, Soup's horrible. No wonder you didn't eat it. And I will eat it, but then I, I had to look at Instagram while he put the kids to bed. <laughs> yeah, drink <Yeah>. on. <laughs> what kind of soup? What's that? What, what kind, kind of soup? soup? Chicken vegetable nice. from the roast chicken and a ball of the bones. Nice, which is nice. Actually, I mean, actually, you throw that away in a couple of days. Yeah, <laughs> 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 really good bread. That's what makes oh, it. And lots of salt. butter, yeah. lots of butter, yeah. and some pasta, <laughs> and maybe a potato, <laughs> and yeah. also some steak. <laughs>
Feta. <laughs> then a <it> pizza. Becomes... <laughs> then it's the dipping. Then it becomes good. <laughs> and then on a cake. So I'm on a so cake. glad I've got a patenty liner in tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. That's a good start to the show. Are we recording? Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 